It's another edition of the HBCU Football Daily Podcast for today, Wednesday, August 16th. I'm your host, Donald Ware. We're going to stay in the SIAC. Today, we're going to go uh, to the Western Division this time as we're going to take a look at the Tuskegee Golden Tigers. And before I do that, again, don't forget, log on to our website, BoxToRow.com, BoxToRow.com. If you're listening to this podcast, then that means you're there right now. But if you happen to have downloaded the podcast, then you can go to our website at BoxToRow.com for all information related to HBCU football. We got you covered. As a matter of fact, currently we have the SWAC preview up in the next couple of days or so. You're going to see the MEAC and the CIAA preview up. And then finally, uh, we're going to have the SIAC preview up. We are 10 days, count them, 10 days away from the start of HBCU football season. Edward Waters has a game on that day. And then also opening up the season, it's going to be Texas Southern and Florida A&M in Tallahassee. Also, follow us on Twitter at BoxToRow, B-O-X-T-O-R-O-W. Use the hashtag HBCU125 when you're talking about our podcasts or uh, anything related to HBCU football. Well, let's talk about Tuskegee, who went 9-3 last year, and, and really because of the way that the uh, they had a crucial loss, crucial loss to, uh, to Kentucky State did – Fort Valley, or excuse me, did Tuskegee, and that essentially knocked them out of the running for the SIAC championship. And I must say, I, 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 I didn't like, and I think I said this on yesterday, the way that the SIAC really had um, its, uh, its, 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 its schedule set up, or the way that you could, I should say, more specifically, the way that you could win. The division, I, it, it is all you had to do was win division games and you would win the division, um, which, again, in essence, knocked Tuskegee out of the championship. And then Tuskegee, furthermore, had another issue because they needed to find a 10th game because of everything that happened with Stillman and Stillman deciding not to uh, really almost dropping all of its athletic programs moving to NAIA that a void was 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 dealt to Tuskegee and so the Golden Tigers had to get a late game Virginia State agreed to play the Golden Tigers Virginia State won uh, that game but you got to figure you know Tuskegee not playing as many people and not playing as hard in 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 their preparation for the playoffs Last year was their fourth straight year making the playoffs, and they won a first-round game beating Newberry 35-33 before falling to North Greenville 45-26 in the second round of the Division II playoffs. And you, I'm, I'm going to tell you, I mean, you know, North Greenville is now a team to be reckoned with in Division II football. When you're talking about Tuskegee football, there's a constant there. Players are going to come and go. The program has still had success whether they've had, you know, whether a great player has left the program or not. And it all begins with Willie Slater in his 12th season as the head football coach. As a matter of fact, now he's going to double as the athletics director there as well. 12 seasons again at Tuskegee, 101 wins, six SIAC championships. I mean, he's got a program 
there. And and and, and, and I'm going to talk more about the, the, the theme for this coming year because they got a lot of holes to fill, especially on the offensive side of the football. But when you have a program, yeah, maybe every now and again you're going to have a, a down year, but 101 wins in 12 seasons is absolutely phenomenal. That's an average of nine wins per season. So it's not going to be too many down years. Yeah, there may be a year they don't play for the SIAC championship game, don't win the SIAC, don't make the playoffs. And, and as a matter of fact, it's relatively new in terms of uh, Tuskegee playing in the uh, in the Division II playoffs. Um, but not going to be too many down years for the Golden Tigers. So offensively, boy, they lose uh, a couple of running backs in Kenny Grant and Jajarian Craig, these two young men, uh, combined to rush for over 900 yards last year. Both of them are gone. Um, also, um, they're, they're going to need a new quarterback, uh, Kevin Lacey, who really, I mean, when he started the season, as a matter of fact, we do a top five players to watch each year preseason. Then middle of the season, we look at top five players. And on our list, Kevin Lacey was right there, but then he tailed off towards the end of the season. He had some really good numbers. I think he had... Middle of the season, something like 20 touchdowns, three interceptions, something like that. But he was just continued to be inconsistent. And it made room for Jamarcus Azell, who played in all 11 games last year, didn't have a bunch of stats, didn't play a whole, whole lot, but played enough where he can maybe come in and be the guy this year. Five touchdowns to five interceptions on last year. He didn't complete 50% of his passes. But, again, you're talking about a guy that is – coming in kind of on spot duty a lot of times so he got a lot of reps or got some reps and that's going to bowl well I think for him on this year he's got a good receiver to throw the football to in Javarius uh, Chatham or uh, Cheatham 37 receptions 563 yards guy that uh, is a threat uh, to catch uh, some balls deep 15.2 yards per reception seven touchdowns where Tuskegee is going to excel and where it excels every year, especially under Slater, which is on the defensive side of the football. And it's to some degree ironic because Slater is an offensive-minded coach. Before he came to Tuskegee, I mean, he was one of the best offensive coordinators in all of the country for those years You know that he was at North Alabama. And so... As a offensive-minded coach, he has one of the best defenses in the country. This is a defense that only surrendered 285 yards uh, in total offense per game, in part because of Osban Thompson, the linebacker. Absolutely tremendous. A boxer All-American last year, which means he'll be on our preseason team, which will be released on tomorrow. 137 tackles, 11.5 tackles for loss, 3.5 sacks. He had like three forced fumbles. He had a bunch of pass breakers. I mean, so many stats. But not even about the stats. It's about his production on the field, which was absolutely tremendous. And you got to expect that he's going to be really, really, really good this year. They do lose Devon Taylor at linebacker, who was really good as well. But uh, Osban Thompson is one of the best linebackers in the country. He is absolutely phenomenal. Then they got a young man in the secondary, Jonah McCutcheon. This guy can play defensive back, safety. Uh, more specifically, this guy can play the game of football, and he's going to be really good, I think, for Tuskegee on this year as well. And I, I just think that Tuskegee is going to have another good year. I mean, they, they got some, excuse me, some tough out of conference games this year. They got to kick things off 
against Alabama State. They're renewing that rivalry, which used to be the Turkey Day Classic. Uh, it's going to be at Alabama State. That should be a great game and a great measuring stick, I think, for Tuskegee. I think Alabama State's a, a very good team, but I think that's going to be a very good measuring stick for Tuskegee. Then the following week, they're in that classic against Albany State, which should be a pretty good football game. Clark is going to be improved, especially with their quarterback. We'll talk more about Clark as the days come along. Uh, a game against Finley, Lane, Morehouse in the in that 82nd annual Tuskegee-Morehouse Classic. Then they play Jackson State on October 14th in Mobile, Alabama in the fifth quarter classic. That That's going to be a great test for Tuskegee as well. Now, if you remember Tuskegee going back maybe some 10 years ago, they used to regularly beat um, uh, FCS opponents and more specifically FCS HBCU schools. I mean, regularly. So, I mean, this is nothing. They're not immune to the possibility of winning some of these games. Uh, I think Alabama State, Jackson State going to be improved this year. But, again, a measuring stick for um, Tuskegee. And really coming at it, I think a, not a not such a bad time because you're going to be midway through the season um, at, at, well, more than midway through the season, but then your last three games at home against Kentucky State, who you got to beat this year, um, then against Central State. Um, excuse me, Kentucky State game is on the road that is in Kentucky or in Frankfort, Kentucky, then Central State at home, closes out the season um, against Miles. And that game really, uh, except for last year, has pretty much been the game to determine who's going to represent the Western Division um, in this, the SIAC championship game, so that should be another really good game. So that's a look at Tuskegee on tomorrow. We mentioned Miles, the Golden Bears. We're going to take a look at Miles on tomorrow. Don't forget, log on to our website, BoxToRow.com. Follow us on Twitter at BoxToRow. Also on Facebook, B-O-X, the number two, R-O-W. And we're on Instagram at BoxToRow, B-O-X-T-O-R-O-W. Have a great hump day, and I'll talk with you tomorrow.